rich niggas, black bar mitzvahs, Mozart is a celebration, bitches. Naheim, I wish for you 100 years of success, but it's my time. Cheers, toast the crime. Number one, D-boy, shame you can rhyme. The rock boys in the building tonight. Oh, what a feeling I'm feeling like. You don't even gotta bring your paper out. We the dope boys of the year. Drinks is on the house. The rock boys in the building tonight. Killing, I'm killing this ice. You don't even gotta bring your purses out. We the dope boys of the year. Tricks is on the house. Coffin' the two, I'm gangster. I don't gotta shoot him, I do it with my hands up. Hand game tight like handcuffs. Anchor, she sneezed on by the plankton. Playing in the sweet, you can sleep with the plankton. Y'all not Mac, but your flow so makeup. I'm so gangster. Nah, and I don't mean thug, I just mean it in the sense of not giving up. Another week, 
Hello, world. It's another episode of Model Talks, a safe place for keeping a player, where we keep it kosher every time, all the time. It's your boy, SL. It's the boy, T. How you doing, young sir? How you doing? Uh, you know, we ain't talked in a week. Um, yeah, man. Live. You got a job? I still got a job, unfortunately. Um, life is unfortunately. good. Unfortunately, niggas still got a nine to five. But, you know, at least I got a job, you know. Uh, yeah. I ain't got no complaints, man. Healthy, all my shit work. Good bread. Good, good. You know, I'm all, I'm all right. Uh, you know, my 30th is coming up. It's just Libra yeah. Virgo season. Yeah. A, yeah, you know, last week I had a pre, uh, pre-30 of, like, meltdown. You know, just wasn't in the mood to do shit. I was like, damn, I'm about to be 30 in this bitch. But then I got myself out that hole and, like, I'm about to be 30 in this bitch. You know what I'm saying? There you go. You know what I'm saying? Most people don't make it to 30. You know It's saying? a good age. It looks good on you, sir. <laughs> I appreciate that. You know, uh, you know, I heard 30 is the the new 20s, if that's a, a thing to say. Uh, uh, 30s is when you're supposed to have all the fun of your 20s, but more responsibly, with more money. Yeah. More it seems like it's a lot of possibilities, especially when you when you follow the plan, like if you really execute our plans, like I think we all had ability to, it's just gonna be like stupid fun. I just see a lot of fun, you know, like a lot more fun, like higher levels of fun. Yeah. You know. I see it. Yeah. So I'm getting I'm getting I'm getting back up into my spirits. Uh yeah. You know, I got a, some tattoo plan, my business is is moving, you know. I got a... Uh, I'm gonna come fuck with my boys up in, in Nova and DC, you know, at the end of the month. So if you are listening, yeah, you know, in your DC area, come fuck with your boy. You know what I'm saying? Drinks all that. Give them the dates. Uh, I'll be up there the 24th to the 28th, and then the end of the month, you know, my birthday's on the 27th. You know, me and Weezy got the same birthday, so you know the goats got to celebrate together. The best know. rapper alive, huh? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The best rapper alive, the best podcaster alive. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a winning tandem. Yeah, 27. So the 24th to the 27th or 28th, I'll be in D.C. Uh, pull up on him. Pull up on me. You know what I'm saying? I got a night. I'm gonna get a nice little little layer. I'm called the layer. Little player player uh location. Don't fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I'm happy. The rules will be in effect. If you are, if you feeling any type of sick, do not come. <laughs> oh, exactly. You know what? There it is. I'm gonna have the temperature uh, gauge on deck. If you walk in the door, I'm checking your temperature. You must wear your mask when you walk in the door. Um, you know, COVID rules are into effect. COVID's still real. And if you've been sick, you know, 24 to 48 hours before you decide to text me, don't come. Yeah. <laughs> You got a cough, don't come. If your throat, if your throat is scratchy, don't come. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm happy. You know, a lot of people didn't make it to their birthdays this year. Yeah, man, a lot. You know, a lot, a lot of playing. But a lot has gone. Um, you know, a lot has gone on since the last couple of weeks since we talked. And uh, you know, my keep it funky is. Uh, so, I don't know if a lot of our listeners listen to the Joe Budden podcast or care about the Joe Budden podcast, but it, there is a case study to be seen about what's going on, uh, what's happening with this Joe, uh, Joe Budden and his podcast. 
So just a little backstory, Joe Budden has uh, signed, about two years ago, he signed an exclusive deal with Spotify mm-hmm. uh, to have his podcast be hosted there and only on Spotify, which was kind of, I think about it, I think it was the first of his, of the kind, of first of his kind. First that we knew about for sure, yes. like, especially yes. in the, in the sphere that we listen, you know, because um, Brilliant Idiots, the first podcast we, I started listening to Brilliant Idiots and uh they were only on they were on lip service network, but they were also on every platform. They were on SoundCloud, Apple, Sp- you know what I'm saying? Everywhere. Yeah. So Joe Budden his he switched over because his shit, I started listening to his shit. He was on Apple, but then he switched over to it's only gonna be on Spotify. That's the only place you can listen to. Yeah. So that was the first of his kind, like as like we said, um, that we knew about. So he did his uh and first off, what was I heard about it was that these niggas put out two episodes a week. So on average, podcast podcast like us and other people are weekly based, uh, you know, things like that. So put put out two podcasts a week. One is nuts. That's a lot of work, a lot of uh, content um, just in general. So salute to them for, you know, signing up to do that. Uh, But then so fast forward two years has come up. Their contract is up for renegotiation with Spotify. And, you know, if you haven't been aware of what's going on, it's, Spotify has been a lot of funky shit with, uh, you know, Spotify and Joe Buddy. They've been going back and forth on renegotiations and just things didn't work out well. And throughout their whole two-year tenure, it's been a lot of shady shit from uh, Spotify with Joe Budden. You know, um, you can check his, uh, uh, his episodes out and he details it pretty well, actually. But what I'm going to my Keep It Funky is about since episode i think it was like september 1st where he laid out the dirty laundry with spotify mm-hmm. it's been like a real blatant smear campaign on his name which is it's just like one of those things where like okay i'm trying to get into this business and you know we're doing entertainment you know i got a, a, a promotion a pr company and, you know, I'm going to be dealing with corporations and I'm in a corporate role right now. And it's just like blatantly, you can see this very obvious smear campaign. It's not like, it's not, it's not inconspicuous. It's like, yeah, it's a, it's a tactic. It's like a very basic tactic that you would yeah. like see someone try to employ. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're going to try to devalue this, well, devalue him in the open market since he is leaving. Mm-hmm. And also, you know what I'm saying, character assassination. What they do, they always try to find dirt on people. And it's, you know, that's what most people do when you're about to attack somebody. You need to get all their dirt, put it out for everybody to know, you know. It's and been, uh, it was Tahiri. The Tahiri mm-hmm. don't happen on, 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 and I actually listen to, because from time to time, like when they have people that I like on there, like I listen to Hollywood on a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, Tahiri just had the Vado situation. So I wanted to hear her perspective on it because I know all that reality shit is fake as hell. So yeah. I wanted to hear how real that shit really was. You know what I'm saying? And um, so she came out talking about Joe did a lot of shit to her right mm-hmm. after the podcast aired where he was shitting on yeah. Spotify talking about how they didn't give up, hold up the end of the deal, and how they came with some weird numbers trying to own everything. Tahiri don't happen. And then the, <laughs> the dog shit happened. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, and, uh, uh, it's very sick. I listened to the episode when he said that, and he's he's he said that shit. <laughs> he did. I mean, I remember it wasn't joking, uh, but it's still a weird, a very dark joke. Regardless, um, I don't think he was joking, bro. I really think he do that shit. 
You know, that's his business. <laughs> that's it. That's, but do you want to listen to a man that does that? Can you, can you compartmentalize that about him? <laughs> I don't really think he jerks off dogs. Okay. There you go. So that's, that's, what that's nuts to even think about. Right. Um, why would you even do that? Like, what do you gain? <laughs> he told me, you heard what he said. He said he's a lover of animals. Yeah. And he likes to make his animal feel good. That's what his justification was. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I, I'm just going to say I don't think he does that for real. Okay. Um, okay. But that came out plus with like, you know, there was suspected audio, audio leaked of him and his mother was child sent Santana, you know, yep. and, you know, domestic uh, situations and, you know, with his past history of the narrative of Joe Budden is that he's a abusive man and things like that. It was just a real obvious, like, they're trying to get this nigga to fuck up out of here. And it's, it was just blatant. And it's kind of insulting um, to me, at least for my intelligence, because like, damn, like, you're going to do this. He puts the podcast out. Then it's his birthday and all this shit just rolls in the past couple of weeks. And it's just like, damn, that's super nasty. And then Charlemagne comes out and, you know, comments on his situation. And then mm -hmm. a week after Charlemagne, the guy comes out with this, you know, podcast uh, network. Shout out to him for, you know, yeah. Black Podcast. Yeah, um, uh, partnership with iHeartMedia. And it's like, all this shit is just, if you keep your third eye open, you can see how things are rolling. And it's just, uh, just for anybody in general, just, you know, when you have a partnership with somebody, and this is like a life thing to me in general, um, when things don't work out, be aware of who you're dealing with because you, you, you can leave and then all the dirty laundry or all the shit just starts coming out. And you're just like, damn, this could have yeah, came out. If anything so, people know about you, they'll use against you. Like anything, bro. And we see that. on. But you, we speak about this is like Joe Button is a very successful podcaster. I've been to yeah. one of his live shows. Charlemagne the God runs a very successful podcast, very lucrative podcast. You know what I'm saying? They are making livings off of this. You know what I'm saying? Very good livings. You know what I'm saying? And those parlay into other deals. You see, you talk about the Charlemagne jump. But um, keeping your third, third eye open is a must. And I know that what they say, there's no permanent friends and enemies in business. And, you know, did Joe cast the first stone when he came out? Like, he, 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 told, he told all. About yeah. the about the deal, he talked. Well, he didn't talk numbers, but he talked about the workings of the deal. He talked about how what he expected from it and how they didn't over deliver. And he really like slandered um, Spotify. He was like, "Yeah, y'all niggas, y'all niggas ain't this. Y'all niggas ain't that. Y'all did this. Y'all did that. Y'all did this foul shit. Y'all did that foul shit." And none of it seemed. And if everything he says is true, it's like a lot of that shit was too gazy. You know what I'm saying? A lot of that shit definitely would rub me the wrong way if I was in business with somebody like that. And if I was treated that way by a partner or an employer or whatever, I would be like, nah, I'm not tolerating that shit. But um, yeah, you gotta you gotta understand this shit is this shit is shady, especially when all that money get involved, bro. Like I said, success when successful, lucrative podcasts, bro. Their, their tours when they go on tour, that's just part of the money, bro. Yeah. And another thing I want to say, that deal was kind of always funny because I listen to Joe Bone podcast. Even if I don't listen every week, I'll catch up and listen to shit. There were never no ads on his show. Yeah, and I always thought it was funny. I'm like, yo, he signed this deal with Spotify. You know they're gonna be advertisements. I was expecting advertisements as soon as he went from Apple to straight Spotify. 
but they never came. Yeah, I, I, I think about that all the time. Like you said, like, it's a smooth listen. Like, you don't have to worry about, you know, like in the middle of a, like in discussion, like especially with Brilliant Idiots and our podcast has a, you know, ad in it. It's like, ads do make a lot of money for people and it does disrupt the listening experience. So when you don't have an ad in it, it's like, damn, they be going for three hours, no disruptions. That's, None. that's crazy. Not even no pro- like as Joe Rogan does it, he reads all that shit at the beginning. For like yes. five minutes, it'll be straight ads and then at the end. So during his talks, there ain't no ads. But then most podcasts, they have beginning, middle, da da da. Like, that's one of the biggest things I hate about podcasts is when they get them ads in the middle. You know what yes. I'm saying? And it's annoying, especially when they're frequent. Like, if you ever listen to T.I. podcasts, I'm not trying to shit on him. His ads, he has so many fucking ads in his fucking shit. And they be coming right in the middle. They, they don't even finish something. They'll just shoot it right in the middle. And it's, it's, yes. it's, um, it's not enjoyable us. to listen to. Yeah, they it's do not. that a lot for uh, Gilly's podcast, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They have and they only have, like, an hour show, and they do, like, three ads. So out of an hour show, you're getting, what, 45 minutes, 50 minutes of actual content? That's, yeah. that's something to take consideration of. So, you know, keep your third eye open in general when you're dealing with people. And if things are going sour, you know, you know the more information they have and they're ready to use it, they will, and don't be surprised when you know you break up with somebody, you break up with your <laughs> company, and you get slandered. His dick little, her pussy dry. It wasn't when I was fucking. That, but her breath stink. Her breath been stinking forever. Shit, she broke. That nigga, that she don't buy shit. Shit, she oh, don't wipe her ass. But you was oh, that with that motherfucker for two years, and they didn't wipe their ass. <laughs> it was cool then, right? It said it that shit once someone said that with I was like, yo, you you talking shit about this person, you were with them. <laughs> and not for like a little bit of time. If you were somebody for like two months and then you break up, all right, it makes sense to slander. But you were with somebody for some months, you gonna you gonna break up with them and then start talking shit. My nigga, you chose to stay there. Yeah. And then drop pussy and all, drop pussy and all. You was right there stroking that drop pussy, nigga. <laughs> and then, and then now you're into doing that internet shit, which we talked about a couple weeks ago. Now you're doing the internet shit, which you didn't want to do the internet shit. Now you got to defend yourself. So nasty, bro. People that that you don't so know, nasty. like, and now the nigga had to get on Instagram live, and his his baby's mother had to get on Instagram live and defend themselves to people they don't know. It's crazy. So nasty. That's the lowest levels of human existence, bro. All of that shit, all of that bickering, all that back and forth, that is so nasty, bro. It don't get, and people just, if people just have accepted it as how people are now, this shit is so disgusting. It's nasty. I feel filthy looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes I check in because. <laughs> I, I mean, listen, I'm going to be honest, man. Like, I like a little mess, but I don't like paragraphs and mess. Like, I can't do it. You know, I, I. And I also like I like when it's like clever, like yeah. when you when you when you're being playful, you make a pun, or you know what I'm saying, some 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 jokey man. You know what I'm saying? I don't like it when y'all motherfuckers really. I can tell you're really in your feelings about this. Shit. Yeah, that's when it loses its fun for me. You're writing whole paragraphs to people you don't know, like ugh. I, yeah. I I've never been in it, so I don't know how I react, but I do know how I will react. But then you yeah. gotta. Me too. But the court of public opinion if you don't say nothing 
you're you know what i think about like this it's two types of people in the world it's some people that like when they fight somebody like say you're having a fist fight it's some people that want a big crowd around to watch the fight and see it go down and there's some people that's like no let me and you go in this room and i fuck you up yeah. and then we leave you know what i'm saying yeah. i want to be the person like no you come in this room i'm gonna fuck you up yeah and beat your ass so me and you know yeah fuck with everybody else you know what i'm saying because mm. if i because mono we model we ain't doing this shit for the crowd we're not doing it for entertainment i'm doing this because i really want to hurt you yeah and once i hurt you that will satisfy me i want to be the type of person that's like i hurt you and i know at night when you go to sleep you think about this ass whooping you know what i'm saying yeah like you don't ever see the same because i fucked your eye up you know that's that's the type of person i am that's the real code to be honest but that's but. not the norm most people want a crowd that's because they're scared. Because they're doing it to bluff. Exactly. Because doing that to bluff. Let's lock in this room. What they say? Give me five minutes. Let's lock in. And I let mean, using using the bank. What they say? Let's lock lock in. It was on, and you know it's crazy. I did the time I did, it, and I was I almost got to the end, and there was no fights. There was no fights. I was like, yo, was I even in jail? <laughs> like, nah, I was in jail for sure. It was definitely unpleasant. But I would th I thought there were been more like scary moments and shit, yeah. and. I guess I was just covered in the blood of Jesus because <laughs> I was never, it was only like any, any type of shit. It was, it was awkward, but it was like, I wasn't in the middle of it. And it was, it was always something I could laugh about. And the only time there was a fucking fight, it happened in my fucking cell. Cause at mm -hmm. that point we had, I had three, uh, three bunk mates and it happened when I was in the shower pause. Like, so I missed it. I came back to the room and shit's fucked up. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck happened? So I didn't even get to see no jail mm -hmm. fight, bro. I always think about, this is, nope, no homo, pause. This is weird. I always think about like, you just said it happened when you was in the shower. Now that took me to a place where like, you seen Get Rich or Die Trying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the niggas tried to fight in the shower. And then yeah. that also took me to a place where, if you saw that uh, interview with uh, ASAP Ferg, and he was like, yeah. or no, was it Rocky? I think it was, it was Rocky. Somebody was fighting and he, he was slipping on the nut. But my mind just went over the place. Well, just for the listeners' visual, um, when no I took my shower, relax, <laughs> relax. Um, but in the jails that I was in, there was always single unit stalls for showering. It was not an open shower shower area. There were curtains in in all of my shower areas in the time that I spent at Pumasin Creek Regional Jail, and at Arlington County uh, Jail. So uh, just so people know, mm. I was never in a situation where I was, you know what I'm saying, don't drop the soap. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yes, that is something that does come to mind. That is something that does come to mind. But um, how do we get here? What are we talking about? Uh, oh yeah, we're talking about niggas slandering people, and people highlight that they like to do it in public, and then yeah. deliver. And I was like, nah, I'd rather do it in private and hurt you in private. Um, Thank you. And I want to keep it funky. I got two things that I really got to keep it funky about. How do you get sneakers? How do you go about getting sneakers, especially Nike releases? It's fucking impossible. Now, I've, I've been, I've been, I haven't been fresh in many years. I haven't been able, trying to flex in many years. I've, you know what I'm saying? As a part of my life, I sacrificed. <laughs> but, um, as I'm getting older and you know, you making more money, I like this shit that I want to purchase. And it's been a lot of drops that I really want to get, especially dunks. 
I can't get none of this shit from the fucking sneakers app, bro. And really, this is my plea to anybody out there. If you got a bot, I'm willing to pay for it. <laughs> come, yeah. come, come talk to me, bro. Oh, uh, yeah, the sneakers app is trash. It's been trash for five, five, six years, bro. Like, if you get it, it's, I mean, it's, it's a running joke now that if you catch something on the sneakers app, you got the juice. <laughs> and then I started out hot because when I first, so when, uh, you know, the quarantine started, I wasn't, I had a little extra money, so I started copying shit. And I won on a couple of drums. I got some ones, I got some Jordans. And I was like, oh, this is not that hard. Bro, all the dunks that I wanted, the university dunks, these dunks, I can't get shit. And then outside of it, bro, I'm not trying to pay for, I'm not paying $400 for no shoes. Oh, that's the game, brother. That's the game. I'm not, bro. That's not me. I'm not going to do it. If the shoes, bro, I remember a time where you could go on Nike.com and get a pair of SB dunks for $90. Yeah. They don't need to even stock SB dunks on Nike.com anymore, bro. And this was on this was this was only like three, two, three, four years ago. You could go on to Nike.com and buy a pair of they regular might be black and gum sole for ninety dollars. Yeah, the game the game I game is nasty. It's nasty, bruh. With the the this generation below us and Robots and hype beast, you know things like that. Uh, I blame I think, Instagram. I blame Instagram. You can blame that. That's a good. That's a good starting blame. I think I blame. I want to blame the companies because I, I know, they know that the sneaker app is trash or their websites is trash. So they gotta see the tweets. They gotta see the the emails, the calls, or whatever. They're okay with things being sold out in two seconds because. Mm-hmm. At the end of the line, their bottom line is not affected. They've gotten, they have, their shit is selling. They have cultivated yeah. a perfect market with a yeah. perfect demand. They demand, they demand curve is probably straight as a bit. They should be fucking. They probably got the perfect demand curve, bro. Like, but I'm really, I really had to keep it funny about this shit because I'm really talking to people out there. Any listener, if you got a bot, <laughs> if you got some type of shit, holler at me. I'm willing to put money down because there's certain things that I really desire and would like to have and i want to get them at reasonable prices you know what i'm saying i'm not trying to pay this upsell price but it's shit crazy i mean yeah the stock if you go i mean you got stock has stock x on your phone right yeah yeah i mean depends on what shoe you want if you want to shoot it's, but it's always like it's listen i'm a i'm a dunk guy bro i've been i've liked dunks since i was in high school oh yeah i, I ended up buying some fly shit like i remember when i could i bought some shit just because i liked it and then i looked at this shit later like it not stadium goods but um some some shop in Georgetown. I'm like, yo, these shoes are seven hundred dollars. I have these in my closet, and I didn't know they were seven hundred dollars. DS. But um, I like dunks, and the only way you can get dunks is on a motherfucking sneakers release drop, on sneakers app drop, and whether it come from the University Jones or any any collab, like you just can't get it. Not not general release, you can't get it. You gotta have some type of way in. So if you got a bot, holla at me. That's the game, bro. That's it's a sick fucking game, bro. It's a nasty. The game is nasty, and you motherfuckers are nasty for playing it. I'm trying not to play it. Um, another keep it funky I got. Um, this and this kind of parlays into the first time we're gonna talk about. Just cause your bitch sucked a thousand dicks, does not mean I'm a believer. Just cause she could have sucked a certain person with a certain amount of powers, dick, don't don't think I'm believe it. I'm not going to just believe her. 
because, and this is speaking directly to the uh, situation that happened on No Jumper podcast. The girl that said, uh, Obama, not Obama, uh, said Odell Beckham Jr. likes to get shitted on. And, um, you know what I'm saying? It's basically, she's telling her hotels, you know what I'm saying? She gets some views off of all the dick she sucks. Now, this person is a known hoe. Is a known, like, I mean, we could be semantic about it. I'm not shaming her. But she is known to go after men who have a certain amount of stuff, and she fucks them. This is what this person does. And all those girls on the show, they like to fuck rich men, athletes, actors. You know what I'm saying? That's what the fuck they do. And now, I'm not just putting the blame on these women because the men have to take part of it, too. But the key point that I want to make about this is the reason why men fuck with these type of girls is because... Well, I guess they're they're fucking up on the end of the bargain too. Is the men want these hoes to shut the fuck up about what we do? Yes. I should be able to have a girlfriend if I'm a man of the man that, that likes to dabble in this type of stuff. I should be able to have a girlfriend. Fuck you when I take a trip to Texas and you shut the fuck up about it and I go on about my having my life with my with my family. You know what I'm saying? That's what men are trying to get from these girls. This hoe is on the internet fucking up the whole shit. And people, listen, I'm talking about it right now, so obviously the formula is working, but I just really wanted to say it for the record that I don't condone the shit. The reason why niggas fuck hoes is for hoes to shut the fuck up, and hoes don't shut the fuck up. Yeah. Uh, one, I changed my changed my thought on the August Hasina <laughs> So originally I was like, man, fuck him. We shouldn't be talking. He's sound like a side bitch that got, you know, hurt. And I mean, after this situation, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Any man I've been out here fucking around these jumps that you on the other side of the stick or pole or whatever, go ahead and release all them hotels out. I would love if niggas started telling, you know, I fuck such, such, and such. You know what I'm saying? I'm a known hoe in the women community. Uh, they passed me around. If a nigga was like, yeah, they passed me around. I fucked Sanaylit and I fucked Neil Long. I had a threesome with. But, ugh, that's, a, that's so dirty. The game is dirty. The game is dirty. Listen. You can hate the game. We we can't change the game. We just gotta know how to play in it. So right. shit. If there was a nigga that was fucking every joint in the WNBA, I want to hear them stories. <laughs> and listen, and there is a value to them stories. That's yeah. why I understand what these girls are doing. But I just wanted to call out the nationals because you flipped it right. You flipped. You said if a nigga doing that shit, and that's and it, and it's a, it's a it's the same equivalent. It's the same equivalency. But I just I'm I understand that knowledge. And, and the, the amount of information you know is power, especially when it comes to when you're dealing with people of power. What you know is 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 uh is to your advantage most times, and what you shut the fuck up about is to your advantage sometimes. I respect people that do know how to keep secrets, especially when they're not dirty, nasty. They're not R. Kelly secrets. Yeah. I'm talking about just consensual secrets. You know what I'm saying? I, I think that's there's a place. There needs to be a place for people to do things with consenting adults where people shut the fuck up about it and not always running and telling what it is. That's why I don't like, that's why for the most part, I don't like these blog sites, shade room, ball alert, a blog in general, because they're just trafficking information that most people aren't supposed to have. You know what I'm saying? Gossiping. And gossiping is so fucking sick to me. Like, but there's ne it's never going to go away. Like you said, it's part of the game. But it's just a part of the game where I'm like, God damn, like, ain't nothing... Can nothing keep gets can nothing get tucked in? Nothing can get shut. If if Odell Beckham likes to shit on bitches well, and he actually, cleans them up afterwards, he said he be able to shit on them. Well, let's refresh. He said he liked to be shitted on. 
Oh yeah, my bad. I flipped it. You're mm -hmm. right. So if he if he want to get shitted on and he clean himself up after, bitch, shit on him and take this dick and, and I'll pay for your flight back home and shut the fuck up about it. Maybe that was the key to his successful seasons. He well, gets he, shitted on and he said, you know what? I like the, the He realized that before you know what it probably started like this. One tape, he had a, the biggest game of his career. A bitch, he was fucking a bitch in the ass, and she accidentally shitted on him. And he had a great fucking game. He that's when he caught the one-hand catch. Yeah. He fucked the bitch in the ass the night before, and she shitted on him. So now he think it's some mojo to the shit. You know, so he's you know, trying to you know athletes are very superstitious. You know athletes are very superstitious. All of them are superstitious. So, you know what? We just cracked, uh, cracked the code right we there. And listen, we did it by mistake. We fucking figured it out. He got shitted on. He had the best game of his life. And I believe that season he, he got to the Pro Bowl. He went to the playoffs. That was probably one of his best seasons. Oh, over 1,300 yards. He probably was hooping. He was like, shit, it all started when that bitch shit on me. Yeah. Listen. And he be looking at the turds because the girl said he asked for a picture of her shit because he needed to know, he know the exact consistency of the shit that got on him the first time. So yeah. he's trying to look at the toilet to be like, oh, she got the consistency I need. Yep. Yep. Boom. We dropping bombs, nigga. What's that? And it's only sex shaming when it doesn't have to deal with, when it's, uh, when it's dealing with women. Because double, double standard. Double standard. Because niggas... Gets outed every fucking day about either they're gay, they like trans men, trans or women. Or he cheated. Oh, or he got a side piece of pussy. That's the shit. Like, you really violating this man for just getting some side piece? He was in Vegas. As far as I know, I don't think he married. I think he had he a baby not. mother. But he, he got, got no baby moms. Oh, okay. We'll see. He don't got no baby mom. He's not married. He might have a joke. Well, to my knowledge. But he's an NFL star. Would you think he's not going to try to get a piece of pussy? Hell like, yeah, it's it's not fair to think that. My thing is, we live through Superhead era, and we live through... That's what set the precedent for these hoes, bro. They see her, and they see they see how she did it. They're like, yo, she made some dollars. Because think about it. Like I said, I understand the game. Some of these girls, their their earning potential is not that high. But with this, with these stories... It is increased their earning potential. Yeah. When you tell what you know and what you did and who you did it with, people are willing to buy it. Like I said, we just had a great conversation about it. So, in some way, they're contributing to the zeitgeist. But I prefer if they left the shit anonymous. Like you don't need to tell me. Like I don't need a name. I'll be like, yo, I know. I just need to know the niggas out here doing nasty shit just to keep my my head aware that there's fuck shit going on. You yeah, know. At the end of the day, if you quiet, you are gonna get your your wholeness longevity. It's yes, gonna be a lot longer. But see, they don't understand quiet. that. They don't understand that she blowing her low. She blowing her fucking. She blowing her load too fast. She yeah. couldn't hold on. She should have held on to the shit. But see, these young hoes, they probably don't got no old hoes to tell them how to do the shit. Yeah, that you no, keep, you keep these secrets until you really need to use them. Bitch, yeah. you out here trying to get clout and going on shit, expose yourself. You ruined the next ten years of hoeing for yourself. No, come on now. These bitches, listen, on, they, that's what I'm saying. This, these, listen, I'm not no professional pimp, but I'm a player, and I know that, and I see the game for, I see this shit, and I'm trying to tell you, you want longevity, people listening. Everybody knows that. People want to look at this, this sick nigga, this clown nigga around here, uh, Takashi. His shit is gonna be short lived. 
do you want to be around for 18 months or do you want to be around for 18 years? Like, this, like, like we said, these niggas don't have OGs or old hoes to R.I.P. Nip, bro. It's a fucking marathon. These motherfuckers think it's a 100-yard dash. This little bitch did this shit now and she hot, but you got to come on. Look look ahead. Look ahead. My man, 30, he looking, he already looking to 40. He already know where yeah. he wanted to be. He got the vision. He see the sleeve on his arm already. He's I'm gonna finish off this half of the sleeve. That's gonna give me this much power. Then I'm gonna finish the bottom half for the for the. You know what I'm saying? It's a marathon, and these hoes don't know that. Mm. You know, shout out to Odell. Played off like a G. I think he joked on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he did. His caption. I love it. See, now that's the type of shit. That's what I want to come back to some fuckery with. Like, if if Mazel Talks consulting agency. That's exactly how we would tell Odell, Odell. We know you want to address it because you want to just dispel rumors. And whether it's true or not, you got to say something. So make it a witty little funny caption about your grind, about the season starting, about what you got going on. That's a spin. Because mm-hmm. this bitch don't got shit going on. She got more stories not to tell. A, not a motherfucking thing. This bitch look drugged out. No, she, she listen. These she look drugged out. out. But I'm gonna tell you whether she probably did that shit and she don't even got no product she coming with after that. The only thing she got is another story about another dick she sucked. Now, I'm not I'm not blaming humans. We all can grow and learn. Some people grow some people learn slower and some people never learn. But if she was gonna do that shit and drop that bomb, she she better I ain't checked her page, but y'all tell me, does she got some product she coming with? What's she selling? Besides, she got more stories, she coming out with a book, she coming out with a VHS tape. What's she doing? What's the angle? She got more stories about getting shitted on. Now, if you shitted on every nigga in the league, that be might that might be something that niggas want to hear. But nigga, bitches been been getting flown out to Dubai for years and been getting shitted on for years. Yeah, shitting on niggas, you know it's not yeah. yeah. That ain't new. You're not changing. Ain't new. It hey, ain't it's new. an underground. It's a. You telling me it's an underground shit community in the NFL? <laughs> now that is news. Now that's a story. That's a baby. story. What you got is an underground shit community. <laughs> like if you're the madame of shit, like you got a gang of hoes just shitting on di- different niggas, pockets of niggas. Like you got a LA shit community, a Miami shit the, community. She's the number one shitter that's, in the United States. That's that is news. And she's the madame of a shit ring of hoes. <laughs> it's a, a shit bro. It's a, a shit, shit bro. That's news. That's new. And guess what? The headquarters is in Cleveland. <laughs> Get it? The Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland. Uh, I saw what you did there. And it's, you know, LeBron left. They had to come up with a new industry. The shit industry. Listen, we shit every day. So the product oh is never going to be out of stock. Never. Get yourself a product. What you selling? She's selling shit. And she got an endless supply. All she got to do is eat. <laughs> All right, just to bring it full circle, like a toilet bowl, <laughs> where your shit is supposed to go. Um, <clears throat> hoes, just don't believe hoes because they suck a thousand dicks, man. Just don't believe them because they suck a thousand dicks. All right, and we already talked about the first topic, which was the Odell shit gate. We both agree, Molotov's consulting firm do like how he handled it. Um, Right now, actually, he's on TV, and they're getting beat by the Baltimore Ravens, but they weren't supposed to beat the Ravens anyways. Um, next topic we're going to go into is um, – oh, then we hit, we hit our first two topics. We talked about Joe Budden. Yeah. We talked about Odell. Um, I hope Joe didn't jerk off that dog. 
Anything you want to say about it? Nah. Hopefully he, ain't, hopefully he ain't drug up that dog. That's all I can say. Yeah. And um, if he did, man, you know, just don't do it any, anymore. I know compulsions are hard, but do your best. Um, <laughs> uh, Travis Scott just got dropped a burger. McDonald's has his own meal on the McDonald's menu. Now, I watch a lot of Kirby Enthusiasm and shit like that, and it's always popping for them niggas when they get their name on a sandwich in the deli, right? Yeah. That's a New York shit. Like, you know you made it. or It's, a, it's just a, it's a thing. Like, when you have your own sandwich at some place, you made it in life, right? Yep. This nigga got a nationwide burger with McDonald's. Young black brother, congratulations to you, Travis yep. Scott. Because I saw that nigga from the come up, bro. I seen when that nigga performed at Trelectro in 2012. And he tried to start a riot. And now this motherfucker, a top five company in the world, McDonald's, top 10 company in the world. You have oh, your top own. two. Top two. Yeah, it's like Coca-Cola and McDonald's, bro. Like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> he doing it. What you think yeah, about that, man? Salute, you know, uh, can't hate on it. Can't hate on it. You know what I'm saying? You got your own McDonald's burger. You know, I believe it's sold out or whatever. You know, I don't eat McDonald's like that anymore, but, you know, Burger McDonald's is never going to go out of style. Never, never going to McDonald's. You drive past somebody in line, you know what I'm saying? So that's that's a big step. Uh, salute to that man, you know what I'm saying? Keep going. And business wise, bro, like Travis has been slowly and quietly been a very successful businessman, like not even quietly, loudly. All his collabs with Nike, crazy hype, crazy, crazy resale. We just talked about the sneaker shit before. This burger obviously did well. McDonald's McDonald's thought it was a smart enough idea to even combine with him. So that should mm -hmm. just say what type of levels he's operating on. I think it's dope. And it's inspiring. You know what I'm saying? Whether you whether you like his music or not, I happen to be a fan of Travis music. Would you business business wise? And I'm talking to a businessman across from me. This shit is so crazy. Just the the branding. You see what you could come from hip hop to being with the top two brand in the world. You know what I'm saying? It's a win-win on both sides. Hell yeah. Travis had the fucking um, Fortnite shit, which was fucking crazy. A live concert. Actually, like, that man is that man is capitalizing. And he got a billionaire baby mama. So. Listen, some, listen, I know we like, you know, we're all for pro-blackness. We all for uh, marrying, you know what I'm saying, date within your race and, and create more black kings and queens, but... He got with a white woman, and they, they have combined to create a black baby. At least that's one thing Kanye said. Hey, even if you have a kid with a white girl, still going to be a black baby. Because um, he got you white know, babies. He got a white girl. He, he does have a white girl. <laughs> um, but, yeah, shout out to Travis. Um, sticking with the rap convo, Double XL Freshman List came out a while ago to cover. You know, it don't mean what it used to mean. Not like people buy Double XL magazines. But a freestyle drop that actually caught my attention, and an artist caught my attention who I ain't never listened to before, Mulatto. She uh by far had the she top three. I think I like the Chica Girls freestyle, and I also like um it was crazy. The the other person, the first person I thought the name from that freestyle thing was a woman. Mm -hmm. Um, her freestyle was the hardest, man. Mulatto killed that shit. You know that she got southern 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 women are winning. You know what I'm saying? If you ain't got you a Southern woman, go get you one. Or at least listen to some Southern rap. Her freestyle was hard. And before the podcast, we was talking like, yo, women 2020, female rappers are, are better than the men. Or are they just doing so well? Yeah. Don't be a hater. 
don't be a hater, man. You know what I'm saying? These women out here are just doing it. Like, I can't hate on it. You know, between Cardi, Meg, you know, my girl from Alabama, Mobile, shout out to, you know, Flo Millie, Mulatto's mm-hmm. out here. You got Chica, you got Sweetie, you got... Chica. Whether you like her or not, Doja Cat. You know, Doja, exactly. The City Girls, you know what I'm saying? They got a great... uh Great song, Pussy Talk, uh, Chloe and Halle, you know what I'm yes, saying? Yes, women. These, these black women are out here doing it, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? And, and if you want to keep it 100, you can't tell me a young, you can barely give me a, a new rapper from 2020 that is doing it better than them. Like I said, like we said before, I said the baby, kind of the baby, little baby had 2019, but 2020 through the quarantine and shit, like the women, it's been... Mulatto, like he named all the names. They've been delivering like shit that that um like I said, I've never been shy about playing women rappers, but like shout out to the women. This empowerment shit really working for y'all. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Protect Thanks. black women. We love black women on this podcast. You know what I'm saying? Whatever shade they may be. Mulatto, whatever, but Mulatto killed that freestyle. And I just wanna, you know, shout her out. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to her. You know, I like the uh the bar, you know, I ain't fuck a rap nigga yet, but if uh, Fabio holla, I mean, Fabio was like, oh, okay. Exactly. Then he came back with his freestyle and said, hey, I catch it if you throw it to me. Love. Like, you know what I'm saying? I it like that energy. Moment. It was a good moment. You know what I'm saying? Just like, uh, it was a great moment. So I, I, like, Fabio. I like Fabio. Too. Yeah, Fabio, you know what I'm saying? He's he's arguably in that category. Like, he, he's continued to deliver with the, with the Jones Nas album track, Spicy. I like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Fabio, you know what I'm saying? Brooklyn, shout out the 90s. Um, it's uh it's 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 good for young rap, you know what I'm saying? There are we talk shit about rap all the time about it ain't having no substance, but when it comes to the vibes, they got the vibes, are, the vibes are still there. The vibes yeah. are still there. Shout out to Mulatto. I don't Shout know much about Chica, but I'm gonna look into she it. She was son, she's um she was in the movie, she was just yes. in the uh the movie with Jamie Foxx. Yeah, Project Power. I, I always saw her on Twitter and shit, like they would post her freestyle. So I've seen her around for a while. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. And it's funny, you know, it's crazy. This is a little sidebar. This is talking about women, but you know that no name girl that got went to back and forth with um, yeah, with Cole and then Beyonce yeah, and everybody. Yeah, it's crazy. Like I didn't, I never, heard, I thought I never heard none of her music before. But um, Chance the Rapper, a little uh, acid rap joint came on, and I realized it was her who had one of the, my favorite raps on that that uh that tape. Word. Yeah, it was no name. I, th- it's, I don't think it's Cocoa Butter Kisses, but it's one of the songs, and it's a verse that I fuck with, and it's her that rapped it. And I was like, damn, I didn't know that, that this was the same girl that got into it with J. Cole. Yeah. So, she's been around. She's been around. Um, moving on along. Big B's, nigga, no C's. Um, this actually just dropped today, last night, when we were recording. My man John Wall was on camera gangbanging heavily. He, uh, <clears throat> he, a, he even pulled a flag out of his pocket, which it don't get no more clearer what you're doing. It don't. It don't. <laughs> yes. Um, and you know what I'm saying? We, you know, it's big bees around here. So we, uh, we, I was hyped. I was like, damn. We've seen, <laughs> we've seen, we've seen John Wall gangbang on the court. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he's, he's done shit on the court now. He hasn't been on the court in about two years. But John Wall, who was an all-star, he's been an all-star, right? He's an all-star. He's an all-star player. He has celebrated with throwing up gang socks. And um, so it wasn't nothing new to the to the people within the culture and people that know, no. But um, he was on camera and he went around, made his rounds on Twitter and all that. 
big flagging. And um, he since has released an apology, talking about, you know what I'm saying, that's not really what he wanted to come across, whatever, whatever. I didn't read the apology. I only read it once. But he apologized for gangbanging. Chris, what do you think about this? Uh, yeah, like, I mean, I mean, Briss, what you think? No, no, you said it right. Big C's out here. But uh, you understand, I mean, you know, you know, and people that understand basketball, they know, he has a nickname. What's his nickname, Terry? Damn, he got a lot of nicknames. Rose Bar, <laughs> Rose Bar Poppy. Um, Gang sign John Wall. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's when he's really in his bag. So when, he, when he's really in his bag. Oh, yeah. When, up. Once John Wall starts to throw up gang signs, we know he's playing very well. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's not a secret that he's uh he's a blood uh, i don't i don't want him to apologize for being who he is but i understand he's a brand he's bigger than uh he has a lot of people that depend on him and it's probably not a good look for somebody that's not in the bubble to be throwing up games on especially in this climate yes 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 i'm more mad about his people because obviously in the video, he, talking, you know, he look lit and what do niggas do when they get lit they like to throw up gang signs Regardless yes. if they were gang or not. So uh, he was lit, obviously, looking at his face. He was with his people somewhere safe. And what did, like I said, what, what, happened, do, what do niggas do when cameras get on them when they're lit? They're going to throw up gang signs. They're going to throw something with their hands. You know niggas don't know what to do with their hands. So if you have a sign to automatically throw up, you're going to throw it up. That's the biggest thing, bro. It's like, what do you do with your hands? That's like the know. biggest thing in any photo or anything. Like, what do I do? Ricky Bobby said it. He's like, bro, I don't, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> and if you are, if you got a gang sign, then you go throw up your gang sign. But yeah. uh, the apology came, like you said, I understand your brand. But I thought, also thought about this when you were talking about when it happened. Can I saw the apology? I even started a tweet about it, but I couldn't get it worded right, so I didn't send it. Um, and I still already don't have it figured out in my head. But it's like the Bloods are, uh, uh, it's it's a group of men. It's an affiliation. It's a it's a we know its origins from the West Coast. And it's like, it's really a community group. It's really a group that was made to protect people within the community. Yes. And yes, there has been gang activity, illegal activity that has been connected to some members of that organization. We know for a fact there are successful members of this gang all over the world, not just people who deal in illegal activity. And I just thought, I was like, I'm sure there's a lot of predominantly white groups or people or non of color groups that have uh, have done illegal activities and been connected to illegal activity. And yes. I'm not just talking. To, I'm not just talking to mafia. I'm talking about uh, the Freemasons or just any government fraternity or any fraternity, any white fraternity. You probably you, know, you could probably trace a lot of uh, these people. Because but see, the media doesn't cover these things. The media doesn't do investigations about these organizations because yeah. they're usually the ones holding the power. So. John Wall throwing up that gang sign. Yes, we know there's a uh, illegal activity that has been connected to some members in that organization. We, I sit here, I cannot, I know for a fact that not everyone in those organizations, even though the roots may be what they are, um, if those roots have grown out into different areas of community, of the world, of our society, that people in these organizations also help build up and do positive things. So, I know why he did it, but I also just want you, everyone to take a swivel and look to the left and the right. There are white organizations that have killed a lot more people than the Bloods that uh, people are affiliated I mean, with. You want to talk about it. And people who do not hide their affiliation with to this day, number one, the government and the military. You know what I'm saying? So the government, the military, the police, 
The police. Oh yeah, that was the first one I thought about. The KKK, uh, the yes, Proud sir. Boys, the All Right. You know, even uh, you on the other side. You know, I guess AKA Antifa. You know, them niggas, them white boys is out here doing a uh, crazy shit. Um, you know, shout out to this is one of my favorite shows, Sons of Anarchy. It yep. is a legal motorcycle club, but they are game bangers. Yes, full time. Full time game bangers. But illegal uh, activities. Illegal activities. Yes. Part of the so I understand why John did it, but I just also, you know what I'm saying? Let's just keep it, keep it even. If we're gonna keep it even, John shouldn't have to apologize for this. When motherfuckers is out here, you know what I'm saying, killing people on the daily. Bro, I don't know if you've been watching the news, bro, but it is a war outside of white people. It is amazing to watch. And, oh, yeah. Uh, Antifa versus, um, I guess, whoever the right, you know, whatever group the right has, or Proud Boys, or, you know. All whatever. of them. There's so many. Or whatever. It's, 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 it's so fascinating to watch. Like, yeah. Especially for, like, it's about the, the Black Lives Matter pro, uh, protests and things like that. There ain't not one black person out here. No, it's white people fighting against each other. Of us. I love it. I mean, hey, bro, they people pick a side, and you know, like them white people, they got that violence in them, so they got to get it out. And <laughs> it's really, it's really like you point them at it, point them at something that they don't like, and you know, I'm, I'm happy to see them clashing over this issue. It's it's, it's not even about black lives anymore. It's about something way bigger than that, and they. Uh, oh, I don't even know what, they, what they're fighting about anymore. Because I, I, I thought it was about guns. thought it was about Black Lives Matter, but I don't even know anymore. But it's just interesting. I know they got guns. They got guns. They got bats, and they beating the hell out of each other. And yeah. I, I, I just, and I enjoy watching it because it's not one, one black person out there. Because if it was a black person, then we we're gonna classify it as something else. And the media on both sides don't know what to do. They don't. They don't know who to blame it on. They don't know to report, yep. But uh, black people say safe, protect yourself at all times, arm yourself, train yourself, learn how to use your weapons properly, how to clean them, how to maintain them. And as I learned last time on the podcast, I guess I can't stockpile uh, bullets, but <laughs> you should you should have a, a good reserve. Yes. I was mad when y'all told me I couldn't stockpile bullets. No, nigga, they will, the ATF will run up in your crib. Well, just for the record, government listening, I am not stockpiling anything, okay? <laughs> Nothing. Um, that's it for T's topics, man. That's it. That's all I got. Okay. Uh, so for this week's conversational piece, we're going to transition over. Uh, what we've – so we've, we've kind of harping on a couple things with, uh, with this specific climate and the word coon. And how, if there are black people with dissenting thoughts, that we often label them as something other than being black or not caring about the black black community. Mm. You know, I had the coon chip, the coon chip. Yeah, and especially when it deals with like black conservatives. Shout out to the Jose Cuervo. You know, I'm trying to detox myself, get real cleansed. I, this is my first time drinking this weekend, listeners, uh, he said. But uh, everybody knows I'm a tequila man. If you see me, give me a tequila shot. But uh, continue, Bruce. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah no, 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 no. Uh, so, like, I wanted us to revisit that because we've called people coons on here. 
and yeah and we've we've disagreed and dismissed black people that especially like Kanye who I ultimately do think they care about the black community but they might have some thoughts that are not necessarily um or what the black community thinks of so I think I I think we want I personally want to apologize to black people certain black people I want to apologize to Kanye West Mm. Uh, I've called him coons before I've dismissed him a lot of things and I mean the more I've just been listening to him I'm trying to listen to him open open eyes and open ears I say eyes too because I want to see his action um I don't think he hates the black community. I think he loves the black community. Uh, I think he wants the best for the black community. Just sometimes it's hard to, I guess when you're hearing dissenting thoughts of what you think the black community wants, it's hard to kind of internalize that, especially when it comes to black Republicans or like Candace Owens or whoever the fucking- There's a lot of black conservatives out there that say a lot of things that I don't agree with. Yeah, but can we disagree with somebody but still think they want the best for black people. Well, speaking to your Kanye West thing, I think that nigga's like a real time talker. Like, yeah, I don't think he takes a lot of time to think about the stuff he says before he says, or even really build out the foundation of the ideas that he might even speak on a lot. And yeah. we know what platform he has. So I think to Kanye, I can see why you, uh, why you're saying what you're saying about him. And when it comes to dissenting ideas and black thought, I think it's really hard for black people to listen to other black people say shit, especially when they start to use the rhetoric of people who have been oppressing us or who have been outright against us. Once you're black and you start to use keywords and things yeah. that racist that racists say, you're gonna lose most logical black people who care about their people in the first 30 seconds you talk. Yeah. So whether you have some point hidden inside of what you're saying that might be valid and might be an actual good strategy for us to employ in our progress of equality and justice and striving in this country, it's hard, especially when Candace Owens is the first person I think about. Yeah. She's and a, that's the first she's question a, she's I ask. You ask the client, do you care about black people and do you want what's best for black people? I, that's, what, that's my first thought. Like, I'm a black man. I care about black women. I care about black children. I care about other black men. I care about, you know what I'm saying? And then I care about other people of color, people who might look similar to me or be mistaken for me. You know what I'm saying? I care about my people first. That's my consciousness. And um, even when talking to you and Doc, I've developed my, my ideas about how I feel about operating in this country as a black man just from talking with y'all. Y'all my friends. My shit has grown and developed. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I used to be more... There, maybe there's another way to do things. Maybe we don't have to do it this way. And I've kind of morphed into, no, I'm standing my ground and, and not just standing my ground, but I'm stepping forward in my actions when it deals with people who are being fuck, fucked up towards black people. No, we're going to be, we're going to meet your fist with another fist. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're not just going to dodge the punch, nigga. We're going to throw a punch right after. So like, I know I've grown in people who think similarly to me. So when I'm trying to listen to Candace Owens or Kanye West, a black conservative talk, especially maybe they might be talking about Trump or something. It's like, I got to really try hard to listen to these people because they already started off saying some fuck shit. You already started, you might've started off saying, agreeing with some 
statistic about black people that I'm like, nigga, that's a stat that's made up to manipulate us. So it's like, I think we all got to challenge ourselves to just listen past the bullshit and really let them get all the bullshit out and just take notes of every point that we see as false and then address it after we finish. Because like, I'm sure Kanye could say two false things but say one right thing. You know what I'm saying? People could say, like we said, there's two, there's more than one, what was we say? There's more than um, two things could be true. Yeah. Or one thing could be false and two things, you know what I'm saying? Like, and in, in, throughout a conservative argument or a, 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 a divergent black thought that someone might have, there might be something in there that might be salvageable, but we gotta be willing to salvage it. You know what I'm saying? Because when Kanye said what he said about Harriet, it sounded so fucked up. But he was really just trying to bring attention to, well, black people really haven't come that far and we got a lot farther to go. But he didn't say it like that. He said yeah. Harriet Tubman didn't free nobody. Mm -hmm. That's why I said Kanye's like a real time thinker. He don't really take time to think about shit he say, he just say it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's so hard. It's so hard. It's so hard. Yeah, I've been on that journey myself. I'm just trying to listen to the other side of black people. Because I feel like inherently black people care about black people. So you should give them the opportunity to explain what they're saying. But like I think you pointed out one thing. When you start using those keywords, like that's not for me. Like like especially with black Republican keywords, they use like, you know. Uh, black on black violence black or black crime or black people feeling like a victim or like you know just those things like uh republicans were the party of you know black people before yeah republicans were the ones who freed black people yeah, like i, I understand that. i get i understand that and i think that's when i when i start hearing those keywords i kind of just blank off and i become defensive in some of my thoughts and i forget that like maybe you do care about black people and yes, we're not a monolith. And yes, the Democrats have been trash as well. And yes, they think they don't they don't deserve our vote because they haven't done our vote or you know, done anything to, to earn our vote. And yes, I, I agree with all your points, but then you like you're you're uttering things that white people say, especially like white people that don't care about our community. It's like ah, he's you said already right, defensive with my thoughts. Like I really like sometimes. I would like, you gotta force yourself to listen to it. Yeah. And and I know that that's easier said than done, but I really believe that perhaps people like that, people, those black people that we've been calling coons, like, but see, you like nigga, you talking about coons. Terry Crews, I listened. I listened. Yeah. And then I'm then I'm like, but it's like sometimes you gotta listen to one coon, and once you listen to one coon, or oh hey, once you listen to one suspected coon. Yeah. And then you get to the end of it, what they said, and you're like, no, you're fully cooning. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's like, people get tired of listening to coons. So once you say one coon trigger word, we like, my nigga, I'm not listening to the rest. Because you might get to the end of this and be full blown out cooning, and then I'll be mad. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But there might be, but I really think there is some, there are some black conservative strategic things that I think can really help our community. I really believe that. I think that some some idea or thought that maybe Kanye West or even Candace Owens or any other, I can't think of those. Are, she's really the most prominent black conservative um, that I think of, but there might be something in it that might be able, that we might be able to apply to the fight. 
Yeah. But it's like, like, like you said, I, we brought we we don't call niggas coonships really do be activated though. <laughs> exactly, and I, maybe we have to we have to be more uh, selective of throwing them coonships out, saying your coonships. But, but I said on this podcast though, you're only a coon as long as you coon it. You could be a you could be a reformed coon. I believe yeah. in that. I'm not gonna cast you out from the black community forever because you say something that's coonish. Show me your behavior has changed. That you and that you actually care about, but you said it the first thing you said, bro. Once I realized, once I'm just trying to determine whether you actually care about black people. Mm-hmm. If you care about black people, I'll let you throw out some dumbass ideas in your attempt to try to help the community. But if you really are fighting the fight for white people for them, you're a coon. Your coon chip is your coon chip is you got a high grade coon chip. Mm-hmm. You got the intel, you got the intel processor of coon chips. And I'm gonna really think that you hate yourself, because, <laughs> bro, when once the coons start talking, I'm like, do you not understand? You're talking about yourself right now. You, you're yeah. talking about the people, the people that yeah. look like you, the people that, the people that once you leave that tape, that room full of all them white executive rich people, that they're gonna be like, oh, he's just still, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you can't like, because a racist, I do, I believe racists could be reformed too. But until that racist is reformed, they're a racist. Yeah. And they think that they're better than you inherently. They think that you yeah. can never be as good as them inherently. Yeah. They think they think that your skin is a is is a negative thing. <laughs> your yeah. skin, my brother. Your skin. Even though our skin protects us, so you know what I'm saying. Even yeah. though our skin is kind of like a coat of armor that God gave our people. Like I don't know. I didn't. I didn't ask to be born yeah. black. I was black. I was blessed to be born black. Yeah. Just like just like. And guess what? The fact that you were born white, you shouldn't feel be bad about being born white. You shouldn't. You shouldn't feel bad. Just, you didn't have no say in it. Your parents fucked and that's your skin color. Like the one I don't thing think I'm better. I know what makes, I say this all the time, I know what makes me better. The work that I put in and yeah. the progress that I, that I reach. If I yeah. progress faster, I'm better than you. Yeah. If I work harder and my results are better, I'm better. Yeah. Okay. There's now if I have a leg up in something, I'm gonna acknowledge my leg up. That's all we want white people to do. Acknowledge your leg up. Acknowledge acknowledge it. I mean and and, and that's where I, especially with the other side, it's like they're dismissing certain things that black people we all know is true, but I guess uh like they say like black the victimhood, black people have victimship, like you know, we blame the white man for all of our dealings and you know, we can't get out of that mentality that you know, yeah, they all that's, that's definitely what they say all the time. And I, I understand your thought process, right? But there's just like I'm a black man. I live every day. I don't think I'm scared to walk out the house. But it's definitely like I'm not scared of living. But I'm yeah. aware that I'm not a victim. But I'm aware that if I walk in my house, I'm looked at five times differently than the average white person. And I yeah. think sometimes they they utter things like. America is not that racist because yes. there's, you know, one out of a hundred black person, uh, black people is a millionaire or you got LeBron or something like that. But like, the you know, black people like me and you, yeah, we live pr- pretty privileged lives, but it's not the average black person. But yeah, just like, cause there's two things on top. I have a great analogy about that, but you're talking about the money thing, like the average household income from blacks to white families. That's, yes. what, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. They make this, their average is this, and our average is this. Why is that? Yeah. But 
you said that they always said like why we always blame the man or why we always blame white people for problems and why is it holding back i'm like listen nothing's gonna hold me back i'm like you say you're gonna run your race it's not gonna stop you from living life you're gonna run your race to, so whatever period of time say you run your race to the end of 2020 you get to the end of 2020 you look back on 2020 and you're like yo i jumped over this hurdle this hurdle this hurdle and then you look at somebody that's white and you be like hey you didn't have those hurdles like facts that that's all we're doing we're like we get to we get to each end of each year or each month or each day, and we look at the day and we're like, "Damn, I had to do this and do this and do that." And then you look over there and you're like, "Hey, you just ask the person that ran the same race as you. Hey, did you um, did you have to jump over that pyramid?" And he's like, "Yeah, Man, it, wasn't no it wasn't no pyramid." You'd be like, "What the fuck? I had to jump over a pyramid. That didn't stop you from doing your best in that race. But yeah. you're gonna look to the person that's running the same race as you and be like, "Hey, why didn't you have a pyramid? And I had a motherfucking pyramid." Like, why yeah. did I have to climb over that and you had a flat land? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So let's just acknowledge that. But it, yeah. it drives niggas crazy. It drives black people crazy because it's like they are still denying that the race is different. Yeah. And then, and then coons will try to say the race is the same. And we're like, my nigga, you had to jump over the pyramid too? And then you acting like you didn't have to when this motherfucker did? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm it's, saying? It's and, hard to listen to. It's hard, to, it's hard for me to listen to when, I, like, bro, there was a ditch that someone dug for me. It's not, like, it's not like the earth just happened to dip there. Someone literally set a trap for me on my route. Yeah. And then, 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 then the government has literally done things targeted. It wasn't like anybody who falls victim to this. No, it was like these people. Yeah. So just a, the acknowledgement is the first step. And when you don't acknowledge it, you're going to lose black people who care about black people. And then once you keep, once you continue, we're going to be like, oh, no, you're a full-blown coon. Yeah. Like, and I just really want to make this point. Ain't nothing going to stop us from running this race and succeeding. Well, we all want to run together. Like, I think, and I feel like, so this, uh, I had a revelation now because, like, we say black people are on a monolith and we want people to have their own freedom of thought. But I feel like a majority of white people, especially on one side or both sides, they're kind of together in their thought processes. And that's how they kind of move together to other communities, especially like say the Asian community or the Spanish community, they kind of have one common goal as everybody as a community and they kind of move together and getting that goal accomplished. So mm -hmm. why can't black people get together on this one common goal and move together left or right? I feel like left or right, no matter if you're Democrat or conservative, you're black and you want to liberate black people. And yeah, and you care about black people. Yeah, that should be the common goal, no matter what side of the aisle you're on. I don't know, it's just sometimes- just like, like, And it's just like, I care about men. I'm a yeah. man. I yeah. care about how men are portrayed, Yes. I care about what men do when a man doesn't fuck shit. I know that reflects badly on me. When yes. niggas are assholes and niggas do whatever they do, I know that it's, it's, it's something that I got to overcome just as being a man. Men have hit women. Men have raped women. Men have lied to women. Men have deceived women. Men have cheated on women. I wear that because yes. I'm a man. That's, yes. And I didn't do none of those shits. I didn't do none of that. Yeah. But I got to wear it. So I'm pro-man. Now whether I'm now I'm black, guess what? I'm black, but I've I've never I've never robbed, stolen, kissed, shot at nobody, right? Mm. But I gotta wear that because someone is black did it. Yep. But every white person doesn't have to wear 
the motherfucking genocide that their people might have existed. No, I'm just an innocent one. No, but you gotta, you gotta, but now, allies, they acknowledge that that. That's what an ally would do. And yeah. as a black, and as a black thinker, and as a black person that's trying to pro- hopefully elevate the status of black people in America so we don't have all the issues that we do have, I want to improve the life of my people. And if mm. you want to do that, then you'll be coming up with some creative ways and it may be conservative ways. It may not be party aligned. I'm fine with that. But you got to prove that you actually care about black people. Especially when I think Candace Owens, I don't, I, it's really hard for me to see that you care about black people. Put that up more. You're, I, you, you're against the Democratic Party, cool. But put up more that you care about black people. Instead mm. of speaking to all white audiences, I, instead of speaking to all white audiences, why are you not speaking to all black audiences? One thing about black conservatives, they they just, I feel like they don't resonate with the culture, like at all. Like they don't dress cool. They don't but act But we still cool. said, bro, I'm not the blackest nigga. My but you, but, but I can tell you care, you're of the culture. Like, I don't yeah, know. Sometimes right. I feel like they're, they're just. They're never of the culture. Yeah. It just they're seems like. They're, it. Yeah, it just seems like they're never of the culture. But bro, black people, there's a, there's a subset for you, bro. There are black nerds. There are yes. black people. There are black people that don't love hip hop music. Like, bro, there's other ways to resonate with the black culture. I feel like they just gave up. They gave yeah. up on time. Because but like, bro, whether you talk whether you talk with an accent or you talk with slang or you talk fucking proper, you still black. Like that's what that's one thing I do hate black people for. They try to qualify what makes something black or not. Like you're not yeah. black if you don't do this. You're not black. If you, that's of stupid. course. You are you are if if someone might mistake you for me, you're black. <laughs> yeah, facts. So I don't care if you what you're into, what your interests are, or what you like. You're my people. So just because it might be harder, you might not feel accepted. But fuck feeling accepted, bro. I'm still gonna ride with my people. Whether I go into a room full of people and they don't think they think I talk too proper, or they think I talk white. I'm not gonna just sell them people out. Yeah. I can give a fuck what they think. I care. I care about you because you look like me. Uh-huh. They might mistake you for me. <laughs> so yeah. I'm going to talk. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's, that's why like, I don't look down on nobody, whether yeah. you grew up on Section 8, whether you're on Section 8 now, or whether you, you didn't have a lot of money, whether you didn't go to college. Like, I don't look, you can't look down on nobody. You look like me. Yeah. You are I, me. Maybe that's the problem. Like, maybe just using the, the verbiage of the white man. And I feel like the, our common enemy, both sides, is the white man. or the Not like white people, but like yeah, the white man. You know what I'm saying? Quotation marks. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if we can both acknowledge we got the same enemy, I think, I think all this big bickering and, on both sides would end. And the same obstacles. Yeah. Because you know, just just the you know, we, they said we are trying to blame the white man. No, we talking about the obstacles, and the obstacle just so happened to be had the shade in the face of the color of the white. Of the white man. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I mean, I, I feel like the trying people are trying to have those conversations. But like you said, I think with black people, we hear those keywords, and it's just like, all right. I'm definitely once you start to say black on black crime, once you start to, once you start to use that coons, bro, like, bro, the coon, like, and I and I don't want people to think there's no such thing as coon. There is a such thing as a fucking coon. Someone <laughs> and and more than them hating black people and hating themselves, they see a route for them to, for them to benefit. They see, they think like, oh, if I do this, I see that I can be in this pace or live this type of lifestyle or be this comfortable. They're doing it to benefit themselves. 
I really don't, I really don't, I really don't hope. Actually, I don't know. I'm not a coon, so I don't know how coon things. But like, I really, they're doing it for self-interest. Yeah. They're saying these things because they know they will get some benefit from it. Now, some people going to, like we talked about earlier about the, the hoes that's, um, <laughs> the hoes is looking short-term. They're doing it for their benefit in this lifetime. But you know, you got to answer for your sins and you got to, like, whatever you're doing is like, it carries over. So yep. if you've been selling out people that look like you this whole life, you're going to answer for it somewhere. You might, you might live in a nice suburban neighborhood and your kids are fun. You live good. You drive, you drive a $100,000 car and that all might be good in this life. <laughs> but I'm telling you, you, you got, you, bro, there's, there's karma energy is real and you're going to pay for it, especially when you're doing foul shit and selling people out. And That's saying right. fuck shit and being a coon. being a coon is not a positive thing. It might it might be positive for you in the short term, cause you cause you're in cause you live where you want to live and you and you and you don't have any troubles and worries financially. Blah blah blah. Your cooning worked out for you, but trust me, bro. Just trust me. It's something I know. I don't even know how I know it, but I know it. <laughs> yeah, I, maybe I, we just need to talk to somebody on the other side and see if we can. Yeah, because like I said, we I really try to listen, bro. I watch Fox News. I go on foxnews.com and read their stories. I yeah. do. Yeah. I try. I'm a listen to I listen. I follow people who think differently than me. I follow Candace Owens. I follow Tommy Lauren. I follow I follow these people just to see what they see through their eyes to try to mm. understand. And I'm willing to try. But once you start saying fuckery, I'm gonna it's gonna be hard for me to listen. It's hard. It's hard. It's really hard. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. And it's I, hard. go ahead. I just assume once this election is over, everything's gonna go back to normal. It's hard. It's hard, bro. I'm not gonna lie. It's hard. And we spoke before about like Trump. Like, bro, Trump, as bad as he may be, there are there's percentages of his policies that have not negatively affected black people. Yes, that's not untrue. That's yes. not untrue. Yes. A percentage of his policies has not negatively affected black people. Yes. Did a hundred did a hundred percent of Obama's policies positively affect black people? No. Mm, no. So I'm I'm take I'm I'm obviously I'm acknowledging, like I said, we always acknowledge the fuck shit, but I'm also looking for the positive. But I cannot I'm not just gonna hundred percent ride. I, I do not agree. I do not I'm not riding for Trump. You know what I'm saying I can acknowledge the shit that he's done that hasn't hurt us and they may have even helped us as a group because guess what i care about my people so i'm not aligned with i'm aligned with ideas yeah i'm not aligned with people yeah all right i have bad thoughts i don't identify with those bad thoughts i identify with my good thoughts let me ask you a question if somebody was to give you evidence that trump positively helped black people because you said you're with ideas and some, and if you look at the last three and a half, four years of his policies, and you're like, oh, it's not that bad. Would you vote for him? I would have to make out a, I have to weigh it out on the scale, but I always think that that scale is not going to be balanced. He's a fucking liar. <laughs> he's a, and, and more than anything, he's a bad liar. And he doesn't know how to spin. So if, if, some people argue that's why he's the best politician because he don't lie because he doesn't lie like a politician. He's not a politician, so you can trust his word is real. What was I watching? I was watching some show, or maybe it wasn't a show or something, but it was like, um, oh, oh, it was a uh, Black Panther. I was watching Black Panther, R.P. Chadwick Boseman, and remember his father said, "Yo, you're a good man, and it's hard for a good man to be king." Yep. 
So I do believe that it's going to be hard for us to get a good man in that office. Uh-huh. So I, and we, like, we, listen, we were fortunate. We actually got a good man that happened to be the president, Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. He was a good man. I think overall, if you weighed out his, his all the bad things that he did in his life, not that I know, but I would I would bet my money that he's probably a good person. When I weigh out this man, I don't think he's a good man. I want I I know it's hard for a good man to be a ruler, and a good man to be in position of power, but I want a good man up there because I feel like that's going to be the best for more people. Right. So I couldn't vote for Trump. I couldn't vote yeah. for Trump. We're in a pickle. I couldn't vote. I couldn't vote for Trump. Now, like I said, you look at the look at his look at his opposition. Do you think he's a good man? I don't know. I think he might be a better man than than Trump. I think maybe just by what I've seen on the news. Like I said, I've never met any of these people. But um, you know what? If I met them both, I'd be able to tell. Like if I met them, but it's like the chance. Go to a Trump rally. That might help, but that's not meeting them. I need to like. Look them in the eye, shake their hand, and like ask them something. We'll figure out a way. Yeah, that's true. Well, maybe not this election, but at least next election, we're gonna meet the presidential candidates. I'm calling it. I don't know. This this life is weird. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. I, I I want to talk to a black Republican. Maybe we can have a real discussion. Yeah, just tell me you like care a, about black people, man. Like that's, a, that's really just tell me you care about people that look like you, and you're not selling them out. For your own game, we win. Because that's why Terry Crews, Terry Crews was selling out black people for his own game. He fucked up my name. And he's making up words that aren't true. Like, I like I said, like you said, there is probably truth in what you're saying, right? But the verbiage you use is terrible. Black supremacy that that's that's not a real thing, bro. There's not even black There's not even black supremacy. Well, I wouldn't say there's none in Africa because there's a lot in Africa. But there's on a plant on a continent is probably predominantly black. Just, and when I say black, I mean just people with the skin color with a hue of brown. <laughs> there is there's there's less black supremacy over there. So there's not there's not even complete black supremacy there. So I doubt it would be in a country that was founded by a group of white men. How many black men wrote the constitution? Zero. How many was on that? <laughs> How many was on that? <laughs> now, there are countries where black people did write constitution, and hey, shit, I bet you it's better there for black people. <laughs> I like to find I don't out. Know, man. It's fucked up, man. I stay prayed up. I want everybody to stay prayed up, man, and, and be strategic about their moves, man, and just, you know, think about what you do before you do it. All right. Uh, let's, let's just turn, the, let's turn the, the key a little bit. Uh, the clock a little bit, and we're we'll, you know, lighting it back up. Get back to our con- consultation services. All right. So this week we got uh, two questions. Uh, one about a woman caring about her man's haircut. You ready, Terry? Mm, yeah. All right. Uh, she says, "My man got a bad haircut, and I'm trying to tell him if he got a fade on the sides, it wouldn't look bad. Right now, it's an awkward two all around, and he has a." and he has curly hair, so it looks funny. He won't listen. What should I do? I just don't want him lacking. Well, number one, this girl is very knowledgeable about haircuts because she Facts. knows what she Facts. said he got a two. That gives me a good visual of what his haircut looks like. Mm-hmm. And um, 
She said, "What should she do?" I think she should tell him. And you're a barber, and you're a barber, so this is this is right up your alley. Yes, I just I actually just finished cutting someone's hair right before we recorded. Um, one hundred percent, man. Tell him what you like. Um, I think I think it's important when you have a partner and somebody that you like fucking <laughs> that you should kind of ask them like what they like, like yeah. even how they like you to look. Like, I just not not that I'll do it, but like I want to ask like, hey, what type of cut would you like to see me in? You know, so just like to keep it keep me looking good to you and and i like it when girls ask me what type of hairstyle i want to see them in because i'm like they they care about me and my attraction to them mm-hmm. so as a boyfriend i think it's it's something good for him to know like how you like his hair to look mm-hmm. you know because in case you want to get that extra wet wet one night you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that extra walk one night but uh she can just tell him bro like yo bro that's i think candor and um and um being honest with your with your partner is very important you know what I'm saying so. This is my suggestion. She need to give him the wop one night, and after he done, you know, reached the heights, orgasm, you gotta just tell him there. Because, tell him right after, like, yo, I'm not really fucking with your haircut. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause now his testosterone is gone. You know what I'm mm, saying? He, yeah. he can't be aggressive. He can't so you're telling aggressive. her to spin this nigga. Yeah. You know, he's like, you know, baby, I would love you with a with a, a fade. I, you know. You might have to throw the barber out of the bus. Like you're like, did your barber get you get you right there? You're like, he got you a little bit more tighter on your fade. And uh, you know, definitely. Or you can you can hold the pussy out. You can do a hold out of the pussy. Damn, this nigga giving this nigga giving these girls yeah. tw- top ten top top one manipulation advice. <laughs> if if you don't like your haircut, his haircut. That's going to make your pussy not wet because you don't like what he looks like, right? Yeah, you said, she tried to wants, she said in the letter she's trying to keep him right. Yeah, and she don't want him lacking. Plus, oh, you know what? If she don't get hold out the pussy, she got to get, she got to talk to her friends, his friends, to kind of fry him up because that'll, because yeah. it's less uh, hurtful coming from your boys than it is from your woman. So. I like all those tactics. That's that's true. You can't have you can't have your person like that's that's key thing for me. Like anybody my attracted to, you can't no fucked up hair. I couldn't be with a shorty with a fucked up weave or like you know what I'm saying. That's like top on the list for me. Hair. I really care about hair. I really care about teeth. I really care about hygiene. So get your man's right by any means necessary. And uh, it's a bad rep- representation of you. You know what I'm exactly. saying? That nigga no. out here with a foo ass cut. <laughs> Nobody. I, internally, nobody doesn't want anybody that somebody else want to fuck. Yeah, right? you, want, you want your man to be the bait, but you don't want him to fuck nobody. Like, yes. you want your girl to be sexy, but you don't want her to sex nobody else. <laughs> That's yeah. exactly I want you to remain desirable, but just, you know, and she's and she basically saying her boyfriend is not desirable with this cut. So get him right. Or keep fucking a nigga with a bad cut. <laughs> so actually, I changed my mind. Don't get so. Don't give him the pussy and get his friends to fry him up. That'll that'll get his haircut right. Cause he gonna yeah, ask like why. Like, he gonna ask why he's not he getting no pussy. Dire measures, nigga. Cause listen, a bad haircut is that should be one. That should be your indication like something ain't right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you're not getting it. You're, you're not, not feeling. If he's feeling fly, but you're not liking it, and you just not giving pussy, he gonna be like, "Yo, what, what's good? Like, why you not? Like, why we ain't have sex in a while?" 
And uh, you're gonna tell them, keep it honest with them. You know, I'm always here honesty. Like, you know what, the cut's not turning me on. Damn. Well, yep. Yeah. Like I said, candor. Be honest with them. But the cut not turning you on. For this, for this, I, I often, I, I, I'm not gonna say I don't often agree with Briss, but uh, I'm gonna, uh, gonna agree with Briss and tell her to do what he say do. <laughs> hold that, put put that pussy on hold real quick. You know what I'm saying? I think it is a little dire, but hey, let's just see how it works out. Niggas gonna do whatever for the pussy. So the put if she said the haircut not getting the wop, he gonna get a haircut. He gonna get a haircut, and he gonna say, "Show me what picture." He gonna pull out the uh, the barbershop picture. Pick a number. Pick a number, and she gonna say, "Let me get a." She already you the five. She don't even need a number because she said she she knows she wanted with a fade. He said, "Get a fade on the side. Get you a little tip." Temple taper, and um, you know what I'm saying. That's all she want. She knows she won't. Or she need she need to roll up like parents do with their child at the barber shop, mm-hmm. and sit next to the barber while he cutting them. Like you know what, you can go a little high right there. You know, care about your man. All right, the last question today. Uh, kind of the same van of last week, niggas. I ain't shit. Um. The question says, my boyfriend doesn't work, only I do. I told him I want to be a stripper so I can get money faster because every two weeks ain't working no more. But he gets mad every time I bring up being a stripper. But he won't get a job. I'm fed to fuck up. Straight straight from P P Valley, huh? Yeah, and uh, you know my opinion? Fuck that nigga. Go get that money. Fuck that nigga bring me no money? Yeah. Fuck that nigga. Go get that money. Where's your man? Go get a new man. Break up with that nigga. Listen, I was about to say, just like they break up. That was my first thought. Break up with that nigga. But uh, if you love him, but he don't want you to strip, and he not bringing nothing to the table, he really don't got nothing to say, bro. Like, money talks, and nigga, you ain't what got What is no up with niggas out here having opinions and you not making no money? I don't know what, bro, I don't know. It's, it's a, it must be a, a, a phenotype or a genotype or some shit in your DNA to make a nigga like that. Because it don't make no sense to me. That shit is you can't make no calls, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make no calls. You ain't got no money. <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't paying nah, how they say, you ain't paying nah bill. You how you gonna tell a jump what to do? Be- women barely listen when you pay for shit. Come on, go get on the pole. Go man, baby, you better listen. You better go out there, bring your go with like they said, get your coin, bring it home, and when he asks you where you got it from, you tell him. And when he say, I don't want you doing that, you say, Well, I don't want you talking no more until you get <laughs> Shit. The fuck? Money ain't everything, but it's shit. <laughs> I, oh, it's I thought a nigga was making money was asking me, <laughs> giving me directions. Shit. You know what I'm you better, you better make the money, and you better belittle that nigga. Where they make these niggas at, bro? Like, uh, these, like these got to be new age niggas. It's not a new age because it's a tale as old as time, bro. We know this niggas been living off of women, bro. This nigga said, "I won't get a job, nigga." What do you mean you won't get a job? Are you? You do all day. The only time, listen, Chris. You think I want a job? <laughs> Nobody wants a job. You you get a job because you need to get money. If I was getting money. I wouldn't need a job. So, nigga, I'm just going to assume he's a drug dealer. I'm just going to assume he's a drug but dealer. He's an unsuccessful drug dealer then. If you're yeah. unsuccessful anything, get a job and successfully cash a check. What the fuck yeah. are you talking about? 
Nigga, what they say in the Bible? If you don't work, you don't eat? Yeah. <laughs> if you don't work, you don't make no decisions about whether your girl could twerk ass on the pole. Niggas is nuts out here. And listen, she's been bringing up a lot, so she must have the goods. So <laughs> he's lucky she ain't already done that shit. She loves him. She first. She loves him first to ask for his input from a nigga that don't make no fucking money about what she should do to get some fucking money. And listen, she loves when him. I tell this when I tell a woman, you need to stop fucking him because he his dick obviously got her head fucked up. Yeah. Because he listen, he ain't got no job. He got enough energy to put in that work. So I know he's striking. Give, I've heard broke niggas give the best dick because they you know got why? Because they don't work eight hours a day, nigga. If I had eight <laughs> hours worth of energy in my dick, you know how good I'm fucking. What are you talking about? Fucking for your life. You fucking, he fucking for a bed, nigga. So you know he fuck you good. This, that's my recommendation. Stop fucking him for a week, and just and just tell him you um you dealing with something that you just not ready to, and then then make a decision on whether you want to strip or not. Cause this dick is all in your brain, baby. Yeah. Or all in your stomach, on your belly button. Detox on the dick. That might be a solution for a lot of these women's problems. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Stop fucking the nigga. <laughs> Cause your decision. Cause listen, what, Chris? The only reason, only reason why he feel bold enough to say that shit, cause he's striking that drum. If he was yeah. not piping, he can't say that. Cause like, if she was unsatisfied in the bedroom, she wouldn't even entertain other than this nigga. This nigga said, bro. Yeah. He say something, she'd be like, nigga, why are you even talking? <laughs> You didn't even lick the, you didn't even lick this pussy last night, nigga. Shut the fuck up. Wow. This nigga is bold. Bold. I mean, niggas be bold. I'm a bold nigga too, but at least, least you're making you money, nigga. Like, at least you're not broke. Like, to be broke and bold is is different. Wait, it's just for the record, I am I am broke, but but you're not that broke. But I ain't po. <laughs> you know, there's been. You know what? I'm not po. I'm poor. Yeah. You're not in poverty. Exactly. I got. I'm poor. I'm not poor. This nigga sitting at home. I can all afford day the OR. Nigga at home all day, wondering, telling this bitch I can't go strip, bitch. Bro, nigga, he, he be waiting for the pussy, bro. He played two K all day, and and he don't, and that's, and that's, and then he don't even think, and then he see you coming through the door with your big booty, cause like I said, you know she got the goods. She holding. So he humping the shit out of you, Briss. If you didn't work. How horny would you be? Be super horny. That's the reason. That's the reason why a lot of niggas uh, don't be fucking their wives right or a woman right because they be tired. They're tired. You know what I'm saying? You work eight nine hours a day, they come home and you don't want to fuck. You just want to lay on the you couch. You don't want to do shit. You want to eat and go to sleep. <laughs> pussy be you need now. You need pussy, so you might get it once, twice, three times a week. But shit. That nigga don't do shit. He want pussy every day. And he'll bet you, listen, because most of the time, you ain't got to do much. All you got to do is bend over or let a nigga get on top, and you just lay yep. there. You, She probably get hurt that easy, so she ain't even got to be riding or nothing like that. Yeah. Baby, stop fucking him. And then get your ass on the pole. And then tell me when you're stripping, because I'll throw something on Where's you. Where's his friends? Like, Niggas like that. Listen, his friends ain't shit, too. They just let his man be poor out there. Maybe his friends is telling him, like, you know what? You can't his friends like, nigga, you got a good situation, nigga. You ain't got to work. Because they be in a strip club, and he don't want his niggas to see his bitch naked. That's what it is. 
that's probably exactly what it is. Well, listen, the reasons are whatever they are. But, babe, that nigga don't need to tell you nothing. Matter of fact, you need to come fuck with a nigga with some money because I know you got the goods. What you doing? I told you I ain't poor. I'm poor. So I got a couple extra coins for you, babe. You don't got a strip. You ain't got shit. And it sound like you got a baby. You know what I'm saying? I'm good with kids. <laughs> Listen, I know she got the goods. She holding. She holding. She got something behind her. And it ain't it ain't just a it ain't just her past. <laughs> you know what? Somebody somebody probably done been in air. She got a she got a, a agent out there recruiting her to the strip club, and that's why the idea keep coming oh, in her this, head. The talent is easy to see. The talent is easy to find when you're looking for stripper. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, hey, you ever dance? <laughs> that recruiter in there, you're heavy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what? Just come to come to uh, amateur night. See how you do, bro. Oh, and look, no. they might even start this. Look, attached. we got a bar. They gonna start easy. We got a bartender position open. Oh, that's good it. money. Shit. This is straight out of P Valley. But see, Uncle Clifford don't gotta go get them. They they come to Uncle. They Clifford. come. That's the only thing that happened in Chuckalisa. Chuckalisa. I love the name of that town, bro. <laughs> Every time somebody say it, Chuckalisa. Chuckalisa. Listen, oh, if you haven't watched P Valley, it's a great show, great writing. Uh, you're going to fall in love. Great music. I don't know if that nigga really makes music, but uh, uh, Lil uh, Murder. Lil Murder. You know, shout out to Lil Murder. Yeah, man. Uh, be open, Lil Murder. Be the first gay Mississippi rapper. It's going to be hard. Breaking barrier. He's breaking barriers. It's gonna be hard for him to make it though. <laughs> you know, shout out to him. Shout out to Uncle Clifford. Uncle Clifford doing what he need to do. He making sure that club. He got lucky at the end of the season. Spoiler. Yeah. He got so lucky. He wasn't doing what he need to do. But but I like that conversation between him and Loretta Devine because he kind of like exposed that it wasn't just him that got the 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 place into that hole. That uh. They had taken out bad loans on the place before, so it wasn't all him. Mm-hmm. So that kind of helped me like ease up off him a little bit because I was like, "Damn, nigga, like y'all, it's your fault." But it's like, nah, it wasn't just his fault. Yeah. Well, those are the questions of the week. I just want to give a before we go into spiritual moment, black business of the week. I just want to give an update since football started. The Washington football team got his first W today. Oh yes, it was. It's, I was uh, the game was on, so I was checking it out. It's funny. It's amazing. Jeez. Yeah, man. The Washington football team. Y'all the Washington it. football team, man. Shout out to that. I've been checking my uh, my phone throughout this episode because I'm doing fantasy, and it's in the, it's it's addicting. It's heartbreaking. I think I'm gonna come back to fantasy next year. I think I'm because I saw people's drafts and shit. I was like, you know what? I, I kind of missed the action. It's 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 racing. It's a it's a heart racing activity on Sunday. You know, I might I might just join a, a fake league for fun. We'll see what happens. I'll just give an update on to the world about the nameless. Football yeah, team. man. The Baltimore, the the not say the Baltimore, the Washington football team. All right, Terry. Do you have a spiritual moment of the week while I find a black business to shout out? Um, while you find one now. I didn't prepare anything, but let's see what's on my heart. Um, we know these times are rough. Keep the faith. Yeah, faith. Let's talk about faith. Faith is, you know what I'm saying, uh, 
believing in something that you don't really have much uh, reason to believe in. But, you know, uh, believing things that are, damn, I'm really struggling through this one. This is what happens you don't prepare people. This is, this is why you need to read. This is why you need to read your book. But um, I have something in my notes that I'm going to go get to. But um, I do I do like the idea of, of having faith. Faith faith is something that you got to have in this life, especially when, especially living in this world, because nothing is really promised, you know? Now, obviously, you have to put some energy behind your faith. You know, you can't just have blind faith. You also need to be putting in works. Oh, like it says in the Bible, faith, faith without works is dead. So there you go. That keep it simple this week. Faith without works is dead. I know people have heard that before, but I want to reiterate that to you because people be having faith and high hopes and dreams about things, but if you don't put that work in it, nothing's gonna manifest. And another good Bible verse. I don't I don't know where it's from, but it said, um, the the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. And um I know someone out there knows where that's from in the Bible, but it's like those two things are really true, man. You gotta put in the work, there's no way around it. Believe me, people have been trying to find ways around it for um, hundreds and hundreds of years. And guess what? Most of them are in jail. Um, <laughs> so um, I really want you guys to understand the work. You know what I'm saying? Have a, have a zest for the work sometimes. You know I know? That's why people try to tell, we try to tell each other to find something that um, is, you feel like is your calling because it's going to not seem like work. When you invest it in yourself and something that you really care about, it doesn't seem like work. So you'll have a zest for the work. And when you're doing it, it won't feel like a burden and you won't hate it. Like, you know, clocking in to work every week. People, a lot of people hate that. 30 years of that, you are gonna, you are gonna feel hopeless. So uh, just remember the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. And w- without work, faith is dead, man. That's all I got. All right. Thank you, Terry. <clears throat> this week's uh, Black Business of the Week goes out to the good brother, uh, Nahom. Um, he opened up his new small business, which is in the aromatherapy department, AKA is the new business called the Soul Brothers Candle Company. Uh, this is different actually, and something that I'm actually interested in seeing how this goes. Uh, you know, niggas love a good candle, especially when, you know, you and your lady, you and your man trying to have a nice night. Uh, light the candles, have that smell good, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate this avenue that he's going in. It's different, especially for, you know, black men. Um, it's not, you know, a clothing brand or, or, you know, in that vein, nothing wrong with that. Uh, so salute to him. His website is www.thesoulbros.com. Uh, soul is S-O-L-B-R-O-S.com. Um, his website is, his Instagram is the Soul Bros. T-H-E-S-O-L-B-R-O-S, the Soul Bros. Uh, I want to see you win, my brother. Uh, I'm happy to see, you know, your company take off. Uh, we're going to win this. We're going to get this money all together as a community. We're going to build. And just as we talked about earlier, man, you know, we all care about Black people. And this is one thing that we can do to keep the Black dollar in between us and circulate where we can take that money and have, you know, influence and whatever we want to do with that money we can do as a community because that's what really the the man has is capital to really make changes um love 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 uh you know the black entrepreneur growing in this age of the covid so that's my small business of black small business of the week i want to see you win my brother 
continue to elevate. Um, we'll get you another uh, another company next week. Yeah, man. Shout out to home. Shout out to candles. I'm saying keep that smell good around you, and um, you're gonna get a lot of you know a lot more women when you smell good. I'm telling you, man, it's it's a it's a key to life. You know, even for yourself, man. You don't want to that negative. I feel like bad smells is like equals negative energy. Good smells is like positive energy. You know, that's a fact. Like if you walk into a room and it smells good, like you start to feel good. You know, if you walk into a room and it's bad, like you're automatically gonna drop down. So what's a fact? Hey, man, candle is a very good fix for that. That's a fact. All right. Well, I want to say thank you all for hopping on to another episode of Model Talks, a safe place for keeping the player three, keep it kosher every time, all the time. Um, and remember on the path to player them, there are two rules or three rules, actually. Say true to yourself, say true to the code, and I'll wear your damn mask. I'd like to say thank <laughs> you for, for listening to another episode. We'll see you next week, man. Peace. Yes, yes sir. She said she need a bounce, well I'ma give it to her New and official music, go move your hips to it We on a mission for it, so what is it for miss? You wish a man, uh-uh, wish you could just ignore her Hey Wale, she must don't know who she flirting with Ever since I seen the Mac, your boy had her urge to pimp Choosing up with me, ma, I'll show you how to work the strip First you gotta turn around and show me what you working with said, just like this at, she know me from the Riz app She see me with the band, put my city on the Miz app And just like this at, she know this how I'm going It's money over honey, driving up and on them rollers And just like that, shorty got a damn pack And every in the city down in trouble, shorty back And just like that, shorty went to Hollywood Since she never
Sweet. 